Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is The Love of God. Let's pray. Father, we come today full of praise and thanksgiving. Father, you're such a good God, a God that's full of love. Father, we come today to learn more about your love. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, the love of God. My friends, if we are a born-again Christian, we should have some grasp of the love of God. But I think that we probably really fail to some extent in really fully understanding the totality of God's love for us. His love is so big and precious. I want to talk today about God's love, and let's start in one of the most famous verses in the entire Bible. John 3.16, let's read from the Amplified Bible. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. Folks, I was witnessing to somebody today, and so many people I've heard say the same thing because they really don't understand the love of God because Satan and many in this world have twisted the love of God into something it is not. See, the world thinks, well, God is love, so he'll let everybody go to heaven in whatever fashion they want to. But you see, he sent his very own son, Jesus. Whoever believes and trusts in him, that's Jesus, shall not perish and have eternal life. See, we all choose. God gave us a choice. He gave us free will. But in God's love, he would love for everyone to go to heaven. But unfortunately, many people will choose alternative paths, and they all lead to destruction. Psalm 109, 26, and 27 in the Living Bible, 26, Help me, O Lord, my God, save me, because you are loving and kind. 27, do it publicly so all will see that you yourself have done it. My friends, what a great prayer. Save me because you are loving and kind. God is so loving and kind. And see, he wants people to know, all people. He wants people to see his love publicly so we can draw others to Jesus. Now Psalm 36, 7 in the Amplified Classic Bible. How precious is your steadfast love, O God. The children of men take refuge and put their trust under the shadow of your wings. My friends, God's love is not up one day and down the next and up another day. No, his love is steadfast, and all we have to do is choose to put our trust in him. 1 Corinthians 13, 13 in the Amplified Bible. And now there remain faith, abiding trust in God and his promises, hope, confident expectation of eternal salvation. Love, unselfish love for others, growing out of God's love for me. These three, the choicest graces, but the greatest of these is love. What a great scripture. You think about how important faith is, trusting in God, and how important hope is, an expectation of our salvation. But love, unselfish love for others, which grows out of God's love for you and I, the greatest of all these is love. Love is so critical in our lives. 
Romans 5, verses 5 through 11 in the Amplified Bible. 5. Such hope in God's promises never disappoints us because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. 6. While we were still helpless, powerless to provide for our salvation, at the right time Christ died as a substitute for the ungodly. 7. Now it is an extraordinary thing for one to willingly give his life even for an upright man though perhaps for a good man, one who is noble and selfless and worthy. Someone might even dare to die. Verse 8, But God clearly shows and proves his own love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. My friends, wow. He didn't decide, okay, we clean ourselves up. No, while we were still sinners, God showed his love for us by sending his Son Jesus Christ, to pay the price for our sins. Nine, therefore, we have now been justified, declared free of the guilt of sin by his blood. How much more certain is it that we will be saved from the wrath of God through him? Ten, for if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, it is much more certain, having been reconciled, that we will be saved from the consequences of sin by his life, That is, we will be saved because Christ lives today. Verse 11, not only that, but we also rejoice in God, rejoicing in his love and perfection through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received and enjoy our reconciliation with God. Now let's go to 1 John chapter 4 in the Amplified Bible. God is love. Verse 7, behold, let us unselfishly love and seek the best for one another. For love is from God, and everyone who loves others is born of God and knows God through personal experience. Eight, the one who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know him, for God is love. He is the originator of love, and it is an enduring attribute of his nature. Nine, by this the love of God was displayed in us, and that God has sent his one and only begotten Son, the one who is truly unique, the only one of his kind, into the world so that we might live through him. My friends, God unselfishly shared his love with us, and that love is inside of us as a born-again believer, and we should be sharing that love with others. And if we truly love them, we want to share God's plan of salvation and his name is Jesus, the only way to heaven. If we don't show that love to others, then the word of God tells us here that we're not acquainted with God because God is love and the originator of love. Now, verse 10, in this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, that is the atoning sacrifice, the satisfying offering for our sins, fulfilling God's requirement for justice against sin and placating his wrath. You see, God had to have the requirement of justice against sin and placating his wrath. He did that through his son, Jesus. There's no other way for us to cover up the sins that we have in our lives that we're born with from the original sin of Adam and Eve, but God's love gave us a solution. Now, verse 11 Beloved, if God so loved us in this incredible way, we also ought to love one another. Twelve, no one has seen God at any time. 
But if we love one another with unselfish concern, God abides in us and his love, the love that is his essence abides in us and is completed and perfected in us. My friends, there's no way for us to have experienced God's love in the born again experience and not show that love to other people. It's inside of us if we're a born again believer and we're called to love one another with an unselfish concern. And then we show that God truly abides in us. 13, by this we know with confident assurance that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us his Holy Spirit. Verse 15 now, whoever confesses and acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. 16, and we have come to know by personal observation, experience, and I believe with deep, consistent faith, the love which God has for us. God is love. The one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides continually in him. My friends, that's a powerful set of verses there. If we acknowledge and confess that Jesus is the Son of God and live a life that glorifies him, then God abides in us. And if we abide in that love, we abide in God, and God abides continually in us. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your love. We didn't deserve it, Father, but you loved us first. You sent Jesus to pay the price so we would have a way out of destruction, a way to have the penalty of our sins paid for by Jesus. We're forever thankful and we choose to show that love as we go out in this world in these last days. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact our ministry at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.